0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Mine. I'm Marty, and this time we have
1: Lou. Wait, no, that's <laughs> not right. I, I'm Gene Two no, K.
0: You sound the exact same to me. <laughs> you you have a British accent, right?
1: That's racist.
0: That's right. <laughs> That is that is true. That is racist. I apologize. I apologize, Lou. I apologize, GM2K. And I apologize. I'm sure some New Zealanders have been uh, offended by that, too. So I apologize to all of you. Uh, but yeah, we... Uh, GM2K is here uh, in lieu of Lou. Uh, oh, that was bad. And... <laughs> Uh, and yeah, we're we're mixing things up a little bit this time. Uh, we're going to dive into uh, all sorts of good things over the last month. Uh, get into our fake news section like usual. Uh, there hasn't actually been that much news this month, but th- we have a lot of data mining stuff to go through. Um, things all f- for the Johto tour, uh, the PvP refactor, Pokemon Sleep, lots of fun stuff. So let's uh, let's dive into it.
1: Sounds good. So, starting off with our fake news section, we've got the power plant event. And this is actually an event that we didn't know was coming. Um, but the Helio family, we did know, needed some updates. So, they they fixed the a- asset for Heliolisk. They gave him his ears and face mask thing, as you do in COVID. Um, <laughs> that they fixed the parabolic charge move. It uh, was 25 damage, now it's 65 But to quote our favorite Canadian, that's still poop. Um, And if you're wondering, (laughs) our favorite Canadian is, of course, Marty. Uh, (laughs) And Genesect Shock was added. Of course, no shiny and no form change, because Niantic does not want to admit form change exists.
0: Yeah, I don't get why they added form change. It's just for FurFru and... well, What's the other thing? There's one other thing. Or is that only FurFru right now that form changes? I I
1: think it's only the... the furfrew isn't it i don't remember another one.
0: uh okay maybe i'm maybe i'm lying then yeah like, i don't like this so many and we're talking about this with deoxys too like there's so many other things i can add form changing to and gensect is a perfect example especially when you like all it is is a visual change and a move type change it doesn't change the meta it doesn't really change anything about it it's yeah. barely a collectible just yeah. make it form changeable
1: and with no shiny available, like how many raids are actually being done? Like, are they going to lose so much money by allowing form change, even if they restrict it somehow by, you know, not shinies? Or maybe that's the reason they just can't restrict shinies, and they don't want to have less shiny raiding when they do eventually release the shiny. I don't know, but
0: it's um, or just make it form change within like the ones that you can already get like if okay fine gen shock gen gen sex shock is now available allow us to form change to that now but don't form change to what's the last one we're missing fire i don't remember the last one no i, I think the had the burn drive
1: whatever the last one is but
0: yeah i mean they can mm, okay. obviously
1: limit which which ones we change into like they do it with that fur for our, so why not just do it here but anyway that's for the powers that be to decide, and we have no say over anything, so.
0: <laughs> what? I thought we were in control of this game.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, the way it's coded, it sort of looks like I am, but it's, it's really not.
0: <laughs> it's it, It's gone through some hoops. Uh, yeah. But yeah, there was also the part two of the power plant, yeah?
1: Yeah, yep, power plant part two. So we had a shadow event, and uh, we did suspect this was coming, because they... Tried to add the new shadows in and then completely broke the game for about half an hour. And that was we weren't. That, that, was, that was quite an interesting time, that's for sure. And um, they, for some reason, thought that fixing it would um, involve breaking it further. But of <laughs> course, that's not actually how things work. But um, yeah, like they, they added, added new Shadowmon, and the ones that they added and broke the game were the ones that were released the next day two days later not sure which but we're part of the shadow event so um it all suddenly made a lot more sense but it did sort of give away the fact that these shadow events were coming
0: yeah and it was very funny because like it was like every couple minutes they started adding or started removing more pokemon from the game like first it was like uh Bayleaf and then like the rest of the family and then voltorb and then like electrode and it was like what is happening
1: yeah, and I, I can't remember exactly how many, but it was like twenty pings from our notifications going off um, all over the span of what ten minutes. With yeah, um, it was all mental. these changes. It was yeah, it was it was quite an interesting time to be following along with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't envy my phone notifications. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, then uh, they kind of moved that into the Legend of Arceus event, and so this we knew everything about it coming up to it the clothing was pushed uh which is the standard clothing you get uh when you start off in legend of arceus and uh that was kind of looked like that's all that was coming we did find uh Hiserian voltorb and electrode uh in the apk but they only like when legend of arceus came out they only came out with the clothing and so we're like oh did they forget about Hiserian voltorb but then they added uh, assets for Voltorb, the GM stats, the texts. Uh, Willow even had a whole little research for him and so it definitely looked like there was a, a Voltorb event coming. But it wasn't announced, obviously, and it was it was just a surprise. And they pushed the shiny but they specifically didn't push the actual shiny. And this is weird because the shiny is available in the main game, but they pushed just a black outline to try and like hide it, I guess, from us. But it's already public knowledge at this point, so I don't really know what the point of that was.
1: I mean, if we start trying to work out why Niantic do things, I think we'll be here all day and just send ourselves crazy. So we just have to accept <laughs> that it was probably the, the Pokemon company have probably just not given them the asset, the, the textures or something.
0: Well, that's and, what I thought too, is that because ma- like Hissuri and Voltorb came pretty late and it came in chunks. And so I wonder if they were legitimately waiting on the like Pokemon company to deliver assets or something.
1: That would be my guess. Um, just because they don't want it to leak. Like, you know, like if you give Niantic the assets two, three months in advance, I mean, there's every chance it's going to leak. Like everything does leak nowadays, whether it's us, you know, mining it or whether it's someone internally leaking it out, like, you know, sharing it with friends and it it spreads. Um, so my Mm -hmm. guess is that the, the Pokemon company were holding it back and Niantic were sort of, you know, caught in the, caught in the middle there, but, um. I mean, uh, that's just my guess. It it could be completely wrong.
0: Yeah, that's definitely what it felt like for sure. Um, But uh, the event did come. Uh, The uh, wasn't available to evolve into Electrode. The that only exists in the APK at the moment. We don't have assets or stats or anything like that. But they. One thing that really hurt me, as as we talked about uh, <laughs> in depth before, is how they didn't say anything about this at all. It was, just, it was just an event that happened at the end of the rocket, part or power plant part two. A uh, bunch of Voltorbs spawned everywhere for six hours, and then they kind of went to normal rates and things like that. And you got yep. this research text. And it was a really cool, like, sporadic event. Like, we knew it was coming. We didn't know when, so it was still a surprise when it happened. But then, literally, it was... As the event was ending in my time zone, uh, which is Eastern, meaning that it was done for Europe, Asia, uh, Australia, like everywhere east of us was yep. done. They announced it as something that was, uh, they announced the event as a com, is, Hissurian Voltorb is coming soon to Pokemon Go when it literally was over <laughs> for most of the world.
1: Yeah, that one, um, I think someone's, gotten time zones confused or typed in the wrong date or something there because it was way off even by Niantic standards. Like
0: It was so, so incredibly bad. Like if you wanted to keep it as a surprise just like, you know, kinda of like the Melton event or whatever, then yep. uh cool, that's cool. Awesome. Whatever. You know, make it a surprise. Uh obviously we spoiled it. Sorry. But, you know, for the vast majority of players that don't follow us, obviously, uh and don't follow, you know, Self road and things like that, they you know, it's it's a cool surprise, and it was still cool to see it drop. If you wanted to make it, if you wanted to announce it, then you either announce it as it dropped, uh, in like the first time zone, yeah, or you maybe do it a few hours into New Zealand or something. People have, you know, some people have started to discover it. You know, the Self Road has a chance to kind of report it. People get excited, and then you know, you're announcing it as it's still coming out for the rest of the world. This is just not the way to do it. This was just bad marketing planning or whatever whoever decided to do this it was yeah, not it really does not choice. reflect
1: well on their team their, their marketing team at all like it it nothing would have been better than this as it's finishing
0: yeah like just just don't say it or say it early don't say it as it's ending as if it's something that's coming soon yeah bad <laughs> but it was cool Regardless of the marketing hiccup or whatever that was, it was a cool little tie-in. Uh, I really liked how it did tie into the actual Rocket event. Uh, and it wasn't just like this random thing that happened that interjected in, with the, in, yep. in between. It, like it actually tied into the Season of Heritage. Um, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Overall, it was it was really good. It just they, they've had a hiccup. That's all.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rocket Techs were also changed. All the, all the things that the Grunts say when they battle you were all changed to, uh, like, all, they normally have different types based on, or, like, different types based on, you know, the type, or based on, you know, how cocky they are and things like that, but they changed pretty much all of them. I think there was a few that they missed, but most of them to like this distraction text, like, oh, like pay attention to me. I'm distracting you. And at the time it was it was just kind of like this we weren't really sure what it was, but then it tied into Um the season of Heritage Story where they broke in and stole something from the the door. And that was a cool little Thing to tie the you know in-game events happening to that door uh the only issue is that they haven't updated the texts back to yeah. what they're normally supposed to say so they're still saying look at us it's a distraction don't pay attention to us but like the thing that they were distracting us from happened like a week ago now so yeah. that needs to be fixed but yeah it's still kind of cool
1: yeah and, it, and like that's the sort of thing that that really makes the game i don't know feel better if, like, from my point of view at least, uh, because, you know, it it is tying in things. It it makes sense, it's logical, it all flows. Um, It adds this story element for a game that doesn't really have story. Um, Yeah, of of course, things can be improved by, like, fixing the texts when they're supposed like, when that that no longer relevant, but um, it is is something that's just this cool little, like you said, tie-in that links everything together rather than just random events that happen
0: yeah i think the the theme of the story of heritage is definitely a lot more on point and i think the season of mischief was also the same like there was a overarching theme like they're definitely figuring out how seasons work and you know they're doing a much better job than when they first started like the season of discovery or season of ledge. i don't remember the first one but it was just like all it was just like random events all over the place and so they i think they're definitely getting their footing um i think like the next step would be to put more of this in the game because uh, like most of the story that we're hearing about for this season is not in game. Like Willow will reference things that have happened only on the blog or only on Twitter. And so yep. uh, I think they need to put more in the game. And I think as someone, on, I think it was Reddit said, it was like, it's very weird to like, play a game and hear about the story from like a completely third party source. It's like, yeah. Say you're playing Halo and it's like and it's like you start the level and you just read like a text snippet on Twitter saying, Master Chief landed on the ring.
1: <laughs>
0: Go. <laughs> like, okay, like I want to experience that. So they're, yeah. they're getting there. They're, they're definitely getting better at it. Uh, but yeah, I think they're moving in the right direction with this season stuff.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And um, another thing that was announced was a uh, hop hip community day, which we didn't know it was hop hip. Um, it was one of those things that was announced. It, it's just, you got your standard community day stuff and bonuses for going t- to, parks. Um, I think it was increased chance of XL candy from skip loom in parks was added to the yeah, text. And I,
0: and I think, uh, more chance for skip loom to spawn in parks, I think as well. Yeah. Um, the parks is a cool bonus. I think that's the first time they're doing these parks-specific comm day bonuses. Um, it's kind of cool. I probably will not be going to a park. I'll be going downtown, but <laughs> it's yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, it's... Um, I mean, it, 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 it's a cool theory sort of thing, but of course, where you play is going to be where you play. Like, we've had community days for, what, three years now? Like, we usually have our own set routines. Um, yeah. I don't think people are going to be changing that up just for an increased chance of skip loom spawns but i mean good on them for trying like it makes sense you know grass pokemon parks all that sort of stuff it all makes sense so they're trying mm. and that's the important thing um
0: yeah for sure and it tries to encourage people to get back outside if they're used to playing remote community days right
1: yep exactly um like obviously you still want to stay safe and and stay distance socially distance from other people but um if you can go to a park, and this, like this is what Niantic have always been saying, this is new. They want people to get out there and adventure and exercise and explore all these areas, and, and this is part of it. So Exactly. Uh, the hop photo bombs and stickers were also added. Um, acrobatics, the move, was also added. Um,
0: I don't think we have... St- Stats yet, right? No, we don't. I, have stats
1: I yet. don't. I don't think so. So that's still to come. Uh, but the move is ready to go once they do push the stats and everything. But that's all pretty standard community day stuff. It always gets pushed close to the day.
0: Yeah, um, nothing too exciting
1: there. <laughs> no, just just standard community day stuff. And uh, February events were announced. So Esper is the Research breakthrough and can be shiny for the first time. Uh, we have Reggie Rock and Steel with um, special moves in raids, and Reggie Steel in particular, its move is going to break the meta. So, what they do there, if they do anything, is going to be interesting to see, but there's no sort of inclination of what's coming there. Uh, Deoxys. Yeah, did you. Sorry? I was going
0: to ask, yeah, did you see PV Pokes? Uh... <laughs> Like when he put um, Zap Cannon in, I think for Reggie I think that's. His I move. I haven't
1: <laughs> like, I haven't yet to be honest. I've um, I haven't followed it as closely as I probably
0: should. No, basically on his like scale of like win loss, it's like it wins against almost everything <laughs> in the meta, and it's like ah, this is busted. <laughs> wow, like there so, is no um, hope against this. That that's
1: well, that'll be interesting to see how Niantic address it then, because you don't want to just blanket ban Reggie Steele. But um, do, do they nerf yeah. the move? Do they, what, What? you know, well, what do they do?
0: Yeah, because other things get that move, right? So if you nerf the mm. move, you're going to affect it elsewhere. And it you can't really just nerf, I mean, I guess like, they can do whatever they want, but they can't just nerf Registeel. Uh, so maybe they swap it out with a different move that's not as powerful, would be my guess if they do address this.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they've only got what, a week to address this, because then it's live and they have to start, suddenly take it off people, so that wasn't something to keep yeah. an eye out for.
0: For Reggie Steel updates, stay tuned. <laughs> like and subscribe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Deoxys is being re-released, all its shiny forms, for three days each, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's going to be some fast-paced raiding if you go after the shinies, like someone... I know it does, and that's, of course, me, and I'm very (laughs) much disappointed in myself, knowing that I'm going to be doing that. But
0: One, they don't have... It's the first time Shinies for... Two of the forms are out, right? Yeah, for Defense
1: and Speed. Isn't it the first time for Attack as well?
0: Oh, maybe it's all of them, but... Yeah, I'm just looking at my collection, and I only have Normal. Uh, So yeah, every form other than Normal is the first time. It's getting it. So, yeah, that's going to be a hectic couple of days for shiny hunters for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. And three days to get each shiny, which is not a lot of time. Um, I don't see them boosting the shiny odds. So, good luck to people getting into enough raids to get them. Like, if it, if some, sometimes it takes me like 80 raids to get a shiny, and doing that over three days is not easy.
0: No. What I hope is. At the end of, like, I guess the tw- 12 days, they yep. enable form changing for Deoxys because you can't trade them, right? So if you miss the shiny, you miss the shiny. And so hopefully yeah. the logic is, oh, you got an extra shiny of normal or whatever. You can form change that to defense. And I really hope they activate it, uh, which is the only thing I can, that's the only reason why I can think that they have such a short window on each Deoxys. Because, like, a new shiny, like, it's weird that, like, they would release GenSec Shock with no shiny for like a week and a half or whatever it was. And then they released three new shinies all with a three-day window. <laughs> like, yeah. th- that doesn't make any sense. There's no consistency.
1: No, it, it doesn't. And this is like we were saying before, form changing needs to be utilized more. I mean, these are, these are exactly why form changing should exist. And it does exist now, so use it. Um
0: Yeah, especially because all the Deoxys are useless aside from defense. Yeah. Right. As, like, as far as i just, know yeah like it just like allow us to raid the crappy ones and then t- turn them into good ones
1: yeah um it it it's literally no extra work for him now that the form changing mechanism is in there just add it to the game master and and do it like it's just I do it I just just do it i just don't <laughs> see the the reason not to but anyway i'm like i said that's out of our hands so we can only sit and hope <laughs> Yeah, and, and of course, and, yeah. <laughs> and of course, Mega Houndoom and Ampharos in February, so no new Megas again. Um, not really surprising, they're, they're slow trickling at the, at the Megas, so no new one for February is to be expected at this point.
0: Yeah, and we'll have enough with Deoxys, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then we had the Lunar New Year event. I guess for me, it's still going on. I guess it's over for you, right? Uh... Or is it? What what? It t- t- I think it
1: finishes today, so I'm in a couple of hours. I think.
0: Okay, it ends in exactly twenty four hours for me, according to my today view.
1: Yeah, just under nine so. hours for for me from this point.
0: Cool. Okay, so we're I guess we're both still in it. Um, we knew this was coming. We had the text before uh, this was pushed for the challenges and the title of the event uh they also released shiny litlo which lit litlio how can you say it <laughs> litlio litlio uh yep. and uh you uh that wasn't anything we could add in but it was it's cool i don't have the shiny or any of its evolved forms did you get lucky with this guy this event
1: Uh, no, I haven't had much Shiny luck for a while now, unfortunately, so, um, it's just par for the course, so just another event, another Missed Shiny, but I'm sure we'll get it at some point.
0: Fair. I didn't get, uh, not related to any of this, I didn't get a Shiny Litlow, but I did get a Shiny Esper, which I was very excited for. That's, that's nice, yeah. Yeah, I guess that counts, but no, I don't, I have a friend that got, uh, during Community Day, that she got, uh, both... Uh, she got two shiny lit lows. Oh, God, I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> both of each gender, so she's set. Uh, I guess she needs one more for the baby form. But, um, but yeah. So that's uh, this event. Um, uh, really not much more data mining wise to talk about. Uh, then they uh they announced the Valentine's Day event, but there isn't uh there isn't like an official full blog post. They just said it's coming, and they hinted at a new fairy type. Uh, mon being added but uh they didn't say what it was it's probably flabby uh that's the only thing that i think makes sense that said fl- it's a fairy type that evolves and flabby evolves and it's gen six i think so yeah uh that makes sense so we will be keeping that's already added to the game i'm pretty sure we have assets for that uh we'll just keep an eye on if they Uh, if anything changes with that. But in terms of what we know, uh, we know that there's going to be a collection challenge from the texts. Uh, uh, FurFru can change into the heart trim, which I think everyone expected this back when form changing first came out for FurFru. But it's kind of cool that you'll be able to change it uh, to heart. And I'm assuming it'll be a time limited thing that after the Valentine's event, you won't be able to change it. So it'll be, you know, get your FurFru's when you can, while you can or whatever. Uh, And then uh, we... I guess we don't know for sure that this Valentine's Day event, but uh, Gardevoir and uh, Galade knowing, synchronized, they were, uh, you found, you double-checked that they were featured in the Valentine's event last year, so it's a safe assumption they'll yep. be included this year. And if, you, when you when they're in raids, you will get uh, synchronized, uh, or you can evolve your Corellia into a Gardevoir or Gallade uh, to get synchronized uh that's a i guess a nice way to bring back community day moves uh this move is garbage though for like th- there's no point to have <laughs> on of or glade so i guess it doesn't really matter um i still think moves like this that have been around for two or three years now just put them into the normal pool there's no reason to keep it exclusive
1: completely agree with you there if, if it's been out for three years um don't bother having events that just give out this move just make it one of the standard moves.
0: Yeah it it makes and and the whole like the argument for community day classics like oh it's so new players can get access to the old moves just make the old moves accessible yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard <laughs> but uh, yeah so that's coming um, other than that we don't have too much more but um, I guess there's only one thing left I guess in our fake news section for the training card game yeah
1: yeah the the TCG crossover and um, this is this is sort of one where we were we were pretty sure was coming because there were a bunch of uh, trading card game badges added to the game a-, a-, a good while back, long enough that I'd actually forgotten that they were added to the game. Um, <laughs> but it was it was safe to assume that if you add badges for the trading card game, it's, there's going to be some crossover at some point. So that's been officially announced uh, with more details to, to come, I think, later on.
0: Yeah, and they there's no mention of what those badges are for and they they just said the the tgg is getting a pokemon go themed pack and that's all officially has been said but it's a safe assumption to say these badges are going to be tied to that in some way um and i don't know if you saw like the just the the mountain of jokes in our discord over like oh boy i can't wait to get network error or i can't (laughs) wait to get uh gbl (laughs) leg
1: yeah um it it does sort of open itself to to some some ripper of a joke there, but um, at the same time, like you know, these things happen.
0: Yeah, it's it's cool though. Uh, I don't play the TCG at all, but it's cool to see this crash promotional stuff. Um, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, I'm actually a bit surprised it's taken this long to be honest, because the, the I mean the TCG's been out for ever. Um, mm-hmm. Like you know, it seems sort of like a natural. Like they, they've done promotions for. Sword and Shield, and Diamond and Pearl, Legends of Arceus, like, you know, it's, I'm surprised it's taken this long to actually have a crossover with the, the trading card game, but anyway, it's, it's here I now. I guess we
0: did have that Willow card, that, for the Melton event, or whatever that was, or you, no, you bought, was it Gilfest Yeah, you bought Gilfest yeah, and Fest then you get...
1: items, and then you got the Willow card with it, but... But that's still yeah. pretty limited in its locations, like, it was, what, Japan, Europe, and u.s canada i think um they've since released the card in singapore and other asian countries i think to
0: be honest i don't know um i'm gonna say yes <laughs> but uh i mean I'm, yeah. It's yeah, either that
1: so... or I'm making it up i'm not sure so we'll, we'll, we'll pretend it's to honest, real no news idea. for now
0: <laughs> i know i have mine uh i know it's the only pokemon trading card game that i have or card that i have uh and it's in a box somewhere so yeah <laughs>
1: Fair enough. And that's that's cool. it for our uh, fake news section. So on to our data mine updates. And yeah. um, th- this, is, this is a big one, with, which is the Johto tour. It's coming at the end of this month. And it's, depending on who you ask, it's either going to be really good or it's going to be just one big crap fest. But, I mean, I'm looking <laughs> forward you- to it.
0: Yeah, I was going to say which camp are you in? I I'm looking forward to it. The Kanto Tour was one of the most fun I've uh, experiences I had with this game. Uh so and Johto Tour looks like basically a copy and paste with a few changes. So, yep. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, me too. I think I think this is
0: think these big events, you know, these
1: Go Tours and Go Fest like these these one every now and then sort of events. I love I think you can just go hard for a day, like you wear yourself out and then you you know, you can spend the next couple of months just playing casually but these these really big events i just uh, yeah i love i completely love and i go all in on them
0: um my only concern is right now it's like negative 20 in canada like where i live in canada (laughs) so uh i want to play outside but i legitimately don't know if i want to be out for eight hours a day in negative 20 degree weather so i will see see how much i can bear it
1: yep um I've got the opposite issue here, like, at the moment outside. You know, it's up to 40 degrees Celsius, which is, I think, 100 degrees oh, Fahrenheit holy. for people. Um, like, you yeah, go, you, you step outside that's... and you can feel your skin burn like the instant that you you walk outside. So uh, by the end of February, it sort of cools down a little bit, which which is going to be good, but not to the point where you want to spend 12 hours out in the sun. Um.
0: We see we're on two extremes. We need like the planet just to like chill out in the middle. Of the
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> what can go wrong with that? I
0: don't know. Ask Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, uh, Joe yeah what, what's up yeah. with the new moves?
1: <laughs> yeah, so so the new mu- moves we have uh, Sacred Fire, <laughs> and for the first time ever in Pogo, we have uh, <laughs> Sacred Fire Plus and Sacred Fire Plus Plus. Um, as well as Aeroblast Plus and Aeroblast Plus Plus. Um, Lots of We don't know details about these pluses. Um, we know that Niantic are very happy with the pluses, like with Go Plus and Go Plus Plus. And so,
0: <laughs> I guess that was Nintendo, I guess, that named it the Plus Plus, right? I guess that wasn't Niantic.
1: I, I assume it was Nintendo, but that sort of ruins the joke, so just we'll ignore it. We won't let facts <laughs> get in the way of a good joke. <laughs> That's true. Um, I apologize.
0: Just I not hear it.
1: Um I have a theory with the plus plus moves and the normal moves. I this is just my thoughts. Um like if you get the gold version of the Johto Tour, you're going to get Ho-Oh with Sacred Fire plus plus. If you have the silver version, you get Sacred Fire plus. If you don't have a ticket, you just get Sacred Fire. Um and opposite hmm. for Like, like silver, you know, you get Lugia with Aeroblast plus, plus the gold ticket gets Lugia with Aeroblast plus and no ticket just gets Aeroblast. Um, maybe, yeah. That's like, I mean, I don't sort of see how they're going to work it any other way, but just because I can't understand how things are going to work doesn't mean they haven't worked it out. So, um, but we don't know stats for these plus or plus plus moves. So we don't know how they're going to differ from the base move.
0: Yeah, it could just be like they could be more powerful, and I think that's what a lot of people are assuming that they're going to be more powerful. But they could also have different buffs in PvP. They could be the same power and energy, just you know, like a a higher chance of doing their, you know, debuffs and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I mean at this stage it's wide open. They could be anything, so it will be interesting to see what actually happens with these.
0: Yeah, Um, and I hope it doesn't set. Like a bad president for like paywalling good moves. Like if these turn out to be really good and like PvP critical, you've just paywalled the meta,
1: right? Yeah. Like yeah, it's, everything um, up to this
0: point has been like accessible if you play at the certain time. There's nothing that's like you have to pay in order to play GBL or what. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I really hope they don't do that, or at least they don't make it not accessible to other players, or you know something like that. But uh, it could also be used for Shadow Lugia and Ho Ho too, right?
1: Could be. Um, Like I said, it's wide open, and I guess we'll find out soon, because, what, it's three weeks away, the the tour, so we'll have to find out before then.
0: Yeah, we would hope Um, so. (laughs) (laughs) Niantic will announce it as the tour ends.
1: But fortunately, there's this really cool um, group of people, and they do this thing (laughs) called data mining. So what they do is they look into the game master, and we might find out some more details before Niantic announces it, so keep an eye out for them. I can't remember the name of the group, but I'm sure they're pretty awesome, so Magical Leaf and uh, Sacred Fire stats, the the, the base moves uh, were were actually pushed Uh, both are not great Magical Leaf being an air slash clone uh, Sacred Fire isn't good compared to its sibling move Aeroblast, which deals 180 in PvP uh, PvE, sorry, and 170 in PvP uh, it's about one second faster, though, in PvE. So we have some stats, some base stats at least, uh, to give us a, a rough starting point, but nothing specifically special. Uh, photo bombs: Five different uh, images were added, which is a safe bet to be part of Johto Tour, but we're not actually 100% sure there. Um, yeah,
0: safe bet, but it's nice that we'll get more than just the standard one that we have seen for what three years now yeah it's it needed a
1: change up um and this is the perfect chance for it so at least we're going to be seeing something different uh what what else have we got we got the johto tour music which is currently just the stock music from the kanto games so they'll be updated at some point hopefully
0: yeah they said that there's going to be special music uh, by the composer, I'm not going to try and say his name, I apologize, uh, but the, the the real composer of the Pokemon games, uh, he'll be cr- creating some stuff for this, so that'll be exciting when that's actually pushed, But uh, and I'm pretty sure that the files right now say, like, temporary music or something yeah. like that, and they're not Johto music, so uh, we'll see when they show up. Yeah. Uh, special flames and effects... Uh, for Lugia and Hoho, Ho, uh, probably for the shadow versions of them. Uh, we obviously already got uh, Shadow Lugia and Hoho in their regular uh, forms, uh, or sorry, in their regular shadow forms at like previous Rocket events and things like that. But uh, it looks like the way that they did Mewtwo for uh, Go Fest, yes, Go Fest, where we got a special uh, Shadow Mewtwo with like this really looking effect it looks like we're getting that for lugi and ho ho as well so expect rockets to invade kanto tor in some degree uh would be our guess uh they added oh uh, yeah Joto tor. sorry what did i say kanto yeah ah <laughs> uh, the same thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, they added badges uh for silver and gold uh like usual there's a global and test badge uh just like they did for go Fest. Um, They added as, like, so, like, all characters that show up at Pokestops are rocket characters. They're called invasions uh, in the code, and so that's what has your uh, NPCs, uh, that's what has your rockets, that has anything that shows up at a, now just NPCs and and rockets, I guess, but anything that could show up at a stop, uh, that's technically an invasion, and they added the team leaders to that, so it sounds like uh, for, either for Johto Tor or for something else. We'll see, but it looks like you can battle like Candela, for example, at a stop, not just in the training section uh, in the PvP menu. So that's kind of cool. See if they have different uh, teams and if they're harder and if they whoop your ass or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also added icons. Uh, it looks like part of the quest branching. Um, so. Uh, They're called Keep Battling or Clear the Map, and there's nothing else to go off this, but uh, what a lot of people are theorizing, and I agree, is one of the big complaints from—I think the only complaint, I think, uh, from Canto Tour last year was the NPCs on the map got really annoying when you were done the quest, and they were just, like, everywhere, and they didn't really give you very good rewards, and so people were— annoyed with them so it looks like this choice will allow you to hide them or not hide them uh would be my guess um i think that's a pretty safe assumption but uh i guess we'll see
1: yep i, I completely um, agree
0: yeah I, I know i'm gonna hide them because they were they're definitely really cool but they're only cool when you actually need to do them because uh, <laughs> they were everywhere
1: yeah they uh, but they're very overwhelming and it's and you just want to like spin and move on sort of thing and and yeah
0: for sure um especially if you're in a dense area then they're just really hard to avoid um but part of that is they brought the contest back from last year so that you can submit a team with a theme and you can show up in the game as a trainer but this year they uh they're very similar rules you know submit a team with your uh with clothes and and your three pokemon this year from kanto or johto but uh this year you have to be uh a team theme of either normal, fighting, flying, bug, ghost, ice, dragon or steel which are the gym bat- the gyms in Johto, uh, which is kind of cool. So it's yeah. kind of like you're becoming a gym leader, I guess kind of. So that that's cool. Um and yeah, it, like that was a fun experience if you can turn them off when you're done with them, that will be perfect I think. Um and uh will be kind of fun. Uh, but then they also so that's kind of the stuff that we found and then we also have some official news, they've been trickling out more information about this thing leading up to it, right?
1: Yeah, um, which is to be expected the, you know build up the hype a bit. So they've been releasing some news that there's going to be different biomes. Uh, we've got nothing in the game that's been pushed yet for that. Um, but So that's still to come. Uh, we know some Kanto Pokemon will be spawning, specifically the ones that evolve into Gen 2 Pokemon, which actually cleared up something that I was wondering because there are evolutions from the previous generation that are, are new in Gen 2. So I was wondering how they're going to handle it. Um, and it's good that they've announced that clearly from the start that we're not going to be wasting time on the day trying to work out what, you know, how we do this sort of thing. Um, yeah, and keeping
0: so, things from previous events to try and evolve.
1: Yep. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I think like that 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 pre announcement sort of like pre event announcement is exactly what was needed. So good on them. Uh, you can choose your partner Pokemon, which affects your quest branches. So you you. Johto starters, uh, which I am a bad Pokemon nerd and have forgotten them. It's, it's Chikorita, Cyndaquil, and Cyndaquil. Pobidal, I
0: think. Yeah. Yeah, you got it.
1: <laughs> yes. Goodo. Um, so I got my Pokemon Nerd card back now. Um, <laughs> so you can pick which starter you want, and that will affect your quests, or most likely only in the slightest of ways, but it's still a cool little thing. Um. And we do have special, assets for those now as well. We, we do. We do have the assets that were pushed, so you can view them on our website, Pokeminers.com. So spe- there's, there's special research for the event. Um, it is give We know it will give out a shiny Gyarados, and it will give out Celebi with Magical Leaf. We There's also master research, that like last year, that gave out shiny Mew, but we don't know what this year's rewards are going to be, so whether they announce that or allow us to find out later on, don't know
0: did they say there's a research after I don't actually remember
1: I tend to remember it but I can't guarantee that wasn't a dream so <laughs>
0: okay. I'm pretty yeah, sure I there's
1: master research I'm pretty sure
0: okay I will I will uh, believe you I'll see if I can find anything on their site uh, about it quickly yeah but, uh, yep. research
1: um, and they there yeah, there is a lead-up event to it, but we have no specific details, um, either from now, Antic or us. Um, and there are in-person events for, for this in Mexico and Taiwan. There was Dubai as well, but it's been cancelled. Um, the, the, a badge has been shown off, but nothing specific has been pushed. And I believe those in-person events are Kanto region-focused, not actually Johto. Is that right, Marty?
0: Yeah, and Lou and I were talking about this on the last episode where just th- those tickets are like $25. Like yeah. that's not a, that's not a good deal in my opinion. But uh yeah, we also have a lot uh to talk about with the the PVP refactor. So this uh this is probably the most significant thing in this entire episode and that's why it's at minute 47 of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh this is uh most definitely uh, in anticipation for Pokemon worlds, the regionals, I think are starting in two months and, uh, the the GBL is just obviously anyone that's played GBL knows it's broken. It doesn't work well. And they, uh, are, uh, clearly trying to fix it. Uh, and they haven't said anything publicly. We said in the last episode, this would be a perfect thing for a dev diary. Instead of talking about how logos are made, uh, to tell people that they're working (laughs) on the PVP refactor and we're, you know, trying to make it better. So, uh, we have a lot of, we've done a lot of research into this. We've, you know, obviously been doing a lot of digging deeper into this, and we have a pretty good idea of how it's going to work, uh, what, what the changes are specifically. So the, the big difference, um, we'll try and make this as easy to understand as possible is that they the, the new technology, not, not, new. It's not new, but the, the technology <laughs> that they're now using, uh, is WebSockets and a, and a technology called PubSub. Uh, PubSub specifically is what they're using for this. Uh, and to quote from, it's a Google offering, uh, or Google creation, I guess. Um, and to quote from their website, PubSub allows services to communicate asynchronously with latencies on the order of a hundred milliseconds. So the translation is it's fast. (laughs) It's much faster than what they're using now. What they're using now is called uh GRPC. Um, you don't have to remember what that is. Uh, that's, but it's basically uh, the way that the, the the game talks to the server is every time it does something, it says, "Hey server, this is my information. Please take my information." The server takes the information and returns something and says, "Okay, game, this is the information you requested." Like for example, you go into a new map cell. The map or the the game says, "Hey server, I'm in this location." The server then goes, "Okay, here's the Pokemon in this location." that is if that makes sense so what pub sub is is the ability for the game to open a connection to the server and say hey server whenever i want whenever you have an update for me just tell me i'm not going to ask for it just give me an update and i will i will like be expecting that update and because of that you don't have to have that two way communication Happening, and I'm simplifying this obviously. <laughs> as both G- hmm. G- GM and I are both uh, developers, knowing wh- what this actually is, hopefully this is is a good balance of not too techy and not too uh, dumbed down. But um, it allows constant communication, and so you subscribe to different events in this with with Pub/Sub or with WebSockets. The same, very similar. Uh, Idea, Uh, And the idea is you initiate a battle and you say, the game says, okay, I'm in the battle. Whenever anything happens from a list of events, then give me that update just instantly as soon as the server has it. And so what that means is that the minute uh, the opponent attacks or like starts a charge attack that's one of the events or puts up a shield the other player instantly gets that up or within 100 milliseconds i guess gets that update instead of the game needing to say hey server what did the other player do oh okay the other player put up a shield okay awesome i can respond to that so it removes that that step needed to to have that communication and so uh, it should be much faster is uh, and much more real-time. Uh, PubSub and WebSockets and things like that are typically what are used in web uh, – or sorry, in uh, instant messaging applications, like pretty much every – like WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, those are all using WebSockets uh, – m- well, they should be, as far as I know, They're all using WebSockets and this and this <laughs> similar technology uh, to communicate in real time. Uh, the way that GBL and uh, PvP is built right now is not real time at all. It's it's a – not, there's nothing wrong with it, but it is using the way that uh, like a large part of the internet works and in the way that the rest of the game works in a way that's not designed for something like this. Um, so I think was. did you have anything to add to that explanation? Was that a, a decent balance of techie and dumb? No, damn? I thought
1: that was. Yeah, I thought that was really good. Um, you've you've nailed it. And it, it, the whole point, like, if, if they're going to take anyone's going to take away a point from this, it's that it is really fast, uh, effectively real time communication. So we should be seeing a big improvement to PVP. And, and I've just recently started using WebSockets for a side project myself. I've not used WebSockets in a project personally before. I love them. I just, I, I love sending like a message from the client to the server and back again and like seeing this real-time communication. So knowing that this is coming to PVP, it's exciting. So you don't have to be a tech to understand the details, but do understand that if this actually works as it should, this will be a big improvement for PvP and people should really love it. So get excited.
0: Yeah, yeah get hype! And yeah, you, you should notice it. it should be a lot more stable because a lot of the issues with PvP aren't necessarily like the game, like the mechanics behind PvP are pretty good. Like there's there's nothing really like inherently wrong with the way that uh, p- PvP works. It's just the way that it's communicating to the server and back, which is the, the big bottleneck. And so... Um, yeah. What I think would be really cool, this is not part of this, but if they take the like raids are still a buggy mess and they've been a buggy mess since they were introduced, uh, and they have a lot of the same issues of desync, phantom ghosting, phantom damage, all sorts of messy yep. crap like this. Uh, they should, and maybe this is their plan, maybe they like they should add WebSockets and PubSub to the uh to the raiding mechanics, uh, as well, because that'll I think that'll fix a lot of the issues in raids as well. Um, but obviously raids are not as time sensitive as unless you're like short manning obviously which some people definitely are but for the yeah. most players that's not going to be a, a huge issue
1: i mean realistically there's nothing stopping them from using web sockets and PubSub for every aspect of this game whether it's the map raids um you know interacting with items and your PokeBox box and pvp and everything else um the only difference is that you're not actually going to see a benefit of it from most of those things it, you will see a benefit in pvp you may see a benefit in raids um so whether they deem it's worth the effort to convert everything across who knows but it the, right now pvp is being changed we know that for a fact
0: yeah, and I would say, like, it like for some of the other stuff, it, my uh, unprofessional opinion, I would probably leave it as GRP, because, like, the, the downside to WebSockets is you have to maintain state, right? And so yeah. if, like, for example, like, if you minimize the game in the middle of a battle, or if you uh, crash out or something like that, uh, the WebSockets are just going to shit their pants. So, like, it, they're going to close the connection. It's hard to reconnect to that same, uh, you know, uh, state. Whereas with GRPC and like the way that the game is typically coded is it's stateless. And so it's very easy to just, Hey, I crashed out here. Just give me, like, I want the information again. Uh, and so for like inventory yeah. management and things like that, I personally, I mean, not that we're coding the game at all. I would think that would still <laughs> probably make sense, but for PVP, it's a short lived, it's a, you know, like maybe five minutes tops interaction that you shouldn't be closing the app. You shouldn't be crashing out, you know, in a, in a perfect world. Uh, yeah, I, I think it, it, it may, it, yeah, like I said, like, or like you said, it, it makes a lot of benefit there. Um, but
1: yeah, uh, abso- Absolutely.
0: And if you want to learn more about it, uh, literally Google pub sub, uh, if, or if you're a developer and already know what it is, uh, you can write in and tell us if, if our definition is bad or good. Um, but the only other thing to add to this PvP refactor is uh, they added a full-blown combat logger, just like they have the raid log. Uh, they basically, they actually like pretty much copy and pasted the raid log uh, and then made a bunch of changes to it for the combat logger. Um, and it it's what you would think it does. It, it logs uh, specifically like what the WebSocket connection is, what the state is, like if, I've, if I'm charging, if I've shielded, if I, uh, you know, engaged the battle, if I quit the battle, you know, all, all that stuff. It, it's logging all of that fun stuff that happens in a PvP battle, uh, hopefully to, you know, just like they're doing with raids to try and gather more information uh, and make it more uh, stable, I guess, uh, in general.
1: Yeah, and every time you can log this info and like Niantic can look at the logs, see what's going wrong. That's a good thing. There is just no doubt about that. Like they can analyze where bottlenecks are, you know, what needs improving. Um. So yeah, like this is just gonna just gonna help improve things even more. So it's good to see them putting the effort into it.
0: For sure. And then, in terms of the in the leaks department, there's Pokemon Sleep, right? <laughs>
1: there is uh, and pokemon sleep is something that was announced way back in may of 2019 now obviously a lot has happened in that time um in the real world not just in pokemon but uh, so pokemon sleep it's got a code name of uh Wainer, i think is i i'm going to say i've mispronounced that but that's how i would pronounce no it no one's going to be able to correct me so <laughs> just have people just have to deal with it <laughs> um it's it, it i think it translates to rice pancake didn't you say it's, yeah that's what it's lou found point, it, so. it
0: which is what the plus plus looks like right it looks like a rice or it looks like a pancake not a rice pancake but
1: yes yeah, so so um okay makes sense so uh, and it's a type of go plus that will track your sleeping and 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 things like that and we'll get that in a bit more in a minute but it's also got auto spin and auto catch which is Something that obviously third party devices like gotchas have supported from the start, but not the go plus. So this is a big change for for these official devices. Um, and, but a welcome change too, I think, don't you think Marty?
0: Oh, definitely. I know that if I can buy probably this $150 device, then Nintendo will sell me. But if I can <laughs> use it for, if it's rechargeable, uh, which is another big thing I like about the Gotcha, but if it's rechargeable and it tracks my sleep and I get rewards, as we'll talk about in a second, and then if it auto catches for me, like I really have no reason to use the, the Gotcha or, you know, the Catchmon. And I think hopefully Nintendo has realized this that they're losing, like most of the market is now for the plus devices are going to gotchas and Catchmon pluses and all this stuff uh and yep. if they just add auto catch and auto spin well i guess the the plus has the 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 ball has auto spin but it doesn't have auto catch Yeah. So if they, but if they add auto catch and auto spin to this thing natively then they're going to claim that market back uh assuming the price isn't but like the the gotcha like in like in Canada right now it's like 80 90 bucks it's insane
1: yeah it and i it's been a while since I've bought mine, but it's a similar price here. So yeah, like this is an easy way to get back that market. This this is what people have wanted from the start. This is why that the the gotcha market is so big as is. It's a no brainer, like implement it and make the money back. Yeah. Um, And as as we said, like a a new sleep library has been added. So it tracks your sleep, keeps a record of it, shows you a report. Uh, You can get daily rewards based on your sleep. And it looks like you manage Pokemon sleep through Pogo itself rather than a separate app. So it, it's a good way to integrate everything. So it, it, it this new device can track, like, it you know, it can catch for you when you're out walking and spin for you when you're out walking, but you can't necessarily focus on your phone. And this, this same device then can track your sleeping and give you rewards based on that. So it, it's really a, an entire sort of lifestyle monitor which is a bit scary like they can see everything when you're asleep when you're awake and walking around but at the same time like it, it's to promote it, it i mean it's, it's scary santa isn't it really he knows when you're sleeping he knows when you're awake that's <laughs> true <laughs> but um but at the same time it's yeah it can be used to pr- promote healthy lifestyles and 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 get rewards for it like before pokemon i never walked at all now i've walked like five thousand kilometers in the last few years like it's you know, like this is it's it's helped me get out and about. And I'm not using like it's just because we're near walk and there's nothing to do. I, I get bored, so why bother going for a walk? Like, you know, but this is giving me something to do and if this promotes healthier sleep habits for me personally, good. Um I I get that not everyone's gonna it's not gonna be everyone's cup of tea, but this is something that you know, I'm going to enjoy. Uh, getting rewards for sleeping, you know, how how can that be a bad thing?
0: I mean, the way I look at it is I'm going to sleep regardless of Pokemon's telling me or not to sleep. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I might as well get rewards for it.
1: Yeah. Um, So, and and this all being in this one device, like we said, just pulling it back to the beginning of the the Go Plus Plus talk, this rice pancake, um, one device for everything, nice and simple. Nintendo, uh, I assume it's Nintendo that makes it, not Yeah someone else but yeah so they've got another they've got the money coming back in
0: yeah and i think what's interesting too is that when it was announced i don't know if they said it officially but like the impression i got was it was a device that would talk to a new app for pokemon sleep and it would also work with pokemon go but the impression i'm getting from like the code is that pokemon go is that app now that just manages all of it and so this is just my random theory based on nothing um, that sleep has obviously been around it's like an like you know look along like they announced the toothbrush thing which is a very similar like thing to sleep they announced that and what like a few months later it came out so the like it shouldn't have taken two years to build this thing so my crackpot theory is they started, they contracted a, a company as Nintendo always does. They don't build a lot of things in house, they, they contract out a company to do it. Uh, something happened with that company, whoever was supposed to build this app. It didn't work out. And so their backup plan is just build it into Pokemon Go specifically. And that's why it's been delayed for so long, is because they were spinning their wheels with another company that they had a backpedal on. This whole thing is based on nothing <laughs> and based on no inside yeah. information or no facts. Uh that's just what my gut feels like happened because it makes no sense that an app that's relatively simple like this um took so long unless they had an issue building the sleep device, but Nintendo has a long history of building hardware, specifically building hardware with sensors like the Wii remote and the Switch. Like like I can't imagine that They had such a hard time building a sleep tracking device, which isn't new tech and isn't new territory for them specifically with, you know, motion sensing and things like that. So that's my, the only explanation I can think of that why sleep was delayed for so long and why we're seeing Pokemon Go kind of be that hub that manages it. Um, But anyway, that's my two cents. Another thing I wanted to add too, actually with the auto spin and auto catch is that that part was added specifically um, to the response back from the server when the server says, hey, this is like the thing that you caught or whatever, or this is the information that is associated with that. So what that could mean also is that it might not just be for the the pancake, uh, which is a much better name than plus plus. <laughs> it might not be for the pancake, but it might be. There was theor- that we did see that virtual Pokemon Go plus in the code a while ago, and uh, there's theories that tie that to the subscription service. We found there's nothing that we saw that specifically, but a closer tie would be maybe this auto spin auto catch is for the virtual Pokemon Go plus to. Uh, you know, basically like the, the modding cheating apps out there do this. They have a virtual plus that, Mm -hmm. you know, you just hit a button and it just catches everything for you. Uh, it it might be that that might be the other, you pay, you know, a subscription fee and you get an auto spin auto catch thing built right into the game. Uh, just like how Pikmin does it. Uh, you know, I, and Pikmin, I say, start walking and it just tracks it in the background and uses my location and does everything on its own. So they definitely, so that could be the other thing that this is for, but, uh, until we have an official announcement either way or, text, texts, texts always give a pretty clear indication of what things are. Uh, we'll have to, have to see. But, yeah.
1: But it, it's exciting what can happen okay. from here. So it, it's definitely something to keep an eye out for.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the last kind of like big thing before we get to the miscellaneous news and recent data mining updates, uh, they added a new quest library, new quest section to their code. Um, it looks like it's mostly responsible for uh like the displaying of quests uh notifications like when you get a new quest from a stop and things like that and like the icons and how it's displayed to you so it uh looks like it can change based on like the time so when the time changes like the icon and the background of the quest uh will change maybe in like the field research tab the the most interesting, like a lot of it's kind of like what we already have and so it's a little unclear what this actually is for but the big thing that was new that stood out to me in this was there is different there's like a reward service and there's different types of rewards there's exclusive full screen and bubble rewards and so um bubble rewards I would imagine when it's like oh you have a raspberry in your field research you have a raspberry um you, you get a little bubble, just like you when you get from the Pokestops. Um, full screen, probably from like special research when the whole thing changes to a full screen reward. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what exclusive is. Um, do you have any theory on what exclusive would be?
1: No, I, I honestly don't. It's one of those things that too vague to even sort of guess.
0: Yeah. So it, it might be new. It might be just something that or is already in the game that they've called exclusive and, you know, it's just something that they know that, you know, maybe like yeah. a specific menu is the exclusive rewards. So this might be new, it might not be new, but um, it's kind of exciting uh, either way. And maybe, then, maybe,
1: sorry, just, just yeah. maybe it's a prompt rather than like the full screen, like, you know, where Willow takes over the full screen. Maybe it's just a prompt saying you've gotten this reward from a code, like, you know, how it pops up when you've put the code in on the website.
0: Maybe, yeah yeah just to
1: take exclusive exclusive focus you know what i mean just without being a full screen thing but it's it's something that you've got to acknowledge rather than Mm. bubble that you could dismiss i don't i I don't know i mean i'm just just throwing junk out there now
0: that's a solid idea that is probably the closest to an idea that (laughs) that we have so no I (laughs) i think that's a strong chance um and then they did add uh not part of the quest library specifically, but they did add two new quests uh in recent texts. This wasn't added to the APK, I don't believe, but they were added to texts. Uh and it's for using standard TMs. So uh standard fast and start and standard charge TM. Uh mm-hmm. so I guess you'll have to be your TM things away.
1: That that's pretty much all the all the big stuff. Of course we've got um some new additions to the route maker, which has been coming for a long time now we've got a new route edit button asset that was added and we know that it will show up in the nearby tab to the left of uh, the pokemon tab so um little little changes but obviously still being worked on which is um good i don't know about you i'm actually looking forward to the route maker i, I quite like the that the feature in ingress when i played ingress and i think it would be good for for pogo
0: Oh, I'm very much looking forward to it. I was looking forward to playing it last summer.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it needs to come faster.
1: It does. Um, hopefully, it won't be too long. But I think we've been saying that for two years now. So, so yeah,
0: maybe, it's been a while. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah it, it. So while we'd like it to be not too long, it it could be a while yet. Um, Another thing that that has been added is the buddy will show you how many hearts needed to level up. And that's something I can't believe wasn't added from the start, but it is finally coming based on the text. Mm -hmm. Um, So that'll be good because it can be frustrating to know how many hearts away you are from leveling up. And if you're trying to plan things, like you've got to guess to a certain degree or keep manual track of it. And who wants to waste time with that?
0: Well and also Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> there's the Go Stadium eventually partnered with them, but there was the buddy checker app slash website that uh, eventually just got built into Go Stadium, but um, it would completely eliminate the need to use that thing. I I used it once, but I'm like this is it's cool. Like you know, it's a it's a helpful tool, but like it's just yep. it's too much work to screenshot and upload it to a website and it's like this works, this is fantastic, but I'm not doing I'm not doing this all the time. So if it's just in the app, that would be much easier.
1: Yeah, for sure. And um, so it is It is good that that's coming. Um, some other texts that have been added. Mobile game show catch and throw challenges. Now, we don't actually know what mobile game show Very is. Generic. Um But whatever it is, it's got catch and throw challenges coming. So I guess we'll find out in due course. Um, step quests have been added. So walk X steps, uh, where X is any number between zero and infinity, I'm assuming. <laughs> although... Probably yep. more of an unsigned Int64. Y- yeah. So not technically Infinity.
0: Yeah, te- no, not an Infinity. And it's also interesting because this is the first time they're using steps, not kilometers, for like anything in Pogo, yep. right? Um, as
1: far as I know, yeah. So it that's its own sort of new uh, thing. I, I, I'm actually surprised Pogo can track steps specifically because it's all GPS based. Is oh. it just assuming an average stride length or is this going to be part of the pancake?
0: Uh, I mean, it could be part of it. But I mean, like, Pikmin tracks steps. Like, the whole game is based on steps. Uh, and it and it's pulling that information from Google Play and Apple Health. So uh, it's, it would, it's probably just doing that. It's probably not doing native step tracking. It's just asking Google Play, yep. how many steps did this guy walk?
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Yeah, well, that's news to me. So it's, it's good that we're all learning something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Coloured icons have been added, so we've got new coloured weather icons, but so far only for partly cloudy at night time. Yeah, there's more
0: to that, (laughs) I'm sure.
1: Yeah. I'm sure, it's just, um, more will come when they feel is relevant. Uh, Trash bin light and grey and battle icons. Um, I assume, I mean, these little design changes people go through all the time, Like, like the teams go through all the time, it's whatever people feel like spending some time on on a late on a friday afternoon when you don't want to do something too well i think too strenuous
0: because they changed the eggs and their reasoning for changing the eggs was for to help with colorblindness which definitely does so i I think that's probably what like i think they're making a push to like make things more colorblind friendly because it's a lot easier to see these icons than uh than otherwise so maybe that's my theory
1: well then, that, yeah, no, that that's perfectly valid, and why not? Like, it's a simple change that can be made, and it's more inclusive for everyone. So, go for it
0: for sure. Um, also, from like thirty minutes ago, now uh, I completely forgot to mention there is masterwork research for the paid ticket <laughs> for uh, Johto Tour. Um, so, if yep. you were wondering from thirty minutes ago, there is masterwork research. Uh, I just found that tab the- open. <laughs>
1: And that is why you need to listen to the podcast entirely from start to finish.
0: Exactly. We dangle these carrots out in the beginning to ensure (laughs) you finish it at the end. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, wrapping up the last couple of small things. um, I I say small, but this has a lot of people really upset. Uh, Over the last three or so months, they just keep adding more and more ads into the game. Um, There are so many ad libraries uh, now Uh, The recent ones that were added was the Google mobile ad library. There's a bunch of placeholders for full screen ads, for banner ads, Uh, you know, think of like, you know, Opening a normal mobile web app or mobile app, and you know, seeing banner ads at the top and things like that. Um, they there's a whole new Niantic ad library specifically to manage this, and then they also added an app service called AppsFlyer. Um, you can Google it if you want to see more about it, but it's all about um, uh, like analyzing and tracking users to deliver the best experience on things. Um, it's just. You know there's not much more to say on this I, I i don't think but the most updates now have a new ad library of some sort so they are pumping the game full of ads and marketing tracking uh and rightfully so it's making a lot of people upset and a lot of people are jumping to the conclusion that they will put ads in and then they will uh offer the subscription service and then they will remove the ads uh there's no evidence on our side to support that so i don't know i mean business-wise that makes a a lot of sense. That's what most companies do. Uh but it is, from my perspective, concerning just seeing how much development time is being spent putting ads into the game even if they're not used just like installing these libraries hooking them up writing custom niantic libraries for it and maybe this is all part of lightship you know we've seen pogo be used as like the dumping ground for things that'll never be used in pogo but they're part of niantic's bigger AR platform so this could just be a bunch of different ad offerings in lightship that's making its way into pogo um i don't know but uh, your thoughts on ads, would you be happy if an ad show, like, n- not just like the sponsored balloons and sponsored stops, but like a full-blown page ad, or you're going through your inventory and there's like an ad above your items?
1: No, I mean, there there is, I, I would not be happy, and realistically, there is no reason for Pogo to have ads. Um, I know, yes, like you said, most companies uh, developing mobile apps do it. Most companies aren't in charge of a billion dollar <laughs> IP, um, making, you know, lots and lots of money each year. So <laughs> I, I, I personally think once you hit a certain threshold, you know, get rid of the ads because you're making enough just off people like me um, spending $18 on Mr. Rhyme. <laughs> um, like... I, <sighs> I just cannot get over
0: Mr. Rhyme, sorry. <laughs> it um, was a ripoff. I also bought it. <laughs> it and I was also it was, and, upset about it.
1: Yeah. And, um um I, I I've actually got it nicknamed eighteen ninety nine or what, what, <laughs> whatever it was. Just just to remind <laughs> myself that like that Pokemon cost me that much and like I said, I would do it again. But um and that was, <laughs> that's what really disappoints me. But <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's just probably. I mean, I would like to think it's just a Lightship thing because smaller companies who and use Lightship to make a small, you know, small game, independent game, um, that they do need ads. Like if they're not going to get the revenue or have the large user base like Pogo, that they, they need some sort of income. No one does this for free. Like this is not a labor of love. They want to make money out of it. Um, so I'm hoping it's just for Lightship, but like you said, it's spending a lot of time in the back end developing this this ad library, which means less time developing on Pogo, so I certainly understand that being frustrating. Um
0: And I just
1: live in hope that it doesn't actually come to Pogo, like ads themselves don't come to Pogo.
0: Well, I think the flip side of it too, the thing that I think about is Niantic has very openly and multiple times have said they're not a gaming company, they're an AR company, and Pogo is just a factory for them to generate their AR um, IP so that they can then sell that to something else and implement, uh, into their Lightship ship platform implemented into other games implement it into their apps. They want to be an AR company. They don't want, uh, to be a gaming company. And so they are very clearly, you know, with a lot of their decisions in the last year with AR mapping and power of Pokestops, like a lot of their decisions are based around, uh, and you know, on getting people outside, uh, which generates more scans, which generates more location data. Um, you know, a lot of their decisions are based on pumping up their AR IP because that's what they value. And so it's no secret that, you know, Pokemon Go is losing players and people are, you know, and, and I think that, you know, even if you don't look at stats, it's very obvious that, you know, Niantic is focusing on new players lately, more so than existing players because they're trying to bring new people in because they know that yep. they're not keeping people. And so like you look at you know like spotify for example like spotify they have a free plan with ads right and it could like they're multi-billion dollars as well you know and or more i don't know what spotify is at the top of my head um they're probably losing a lot of money recently in the last week or so but that's that's not for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> but like you look at you know some like you know these ad or you know youtube right youtube is you know multi-billion dollars for sure and they have ads all over the place right yep um and so i can definitely see them looking at pogo going well this is we need to keep funding we need to keep pogo alive because we need our air data we need to and we need and pogo is their main money maker right like the, like the rest of their games are not making money yeah well sorry they're making money but they're they're not they're not making the money that they need to continue developing the flagship and you know all their they bought so many companies to build lightship and and you know they so i can definitely see them milking every dime out of the pogo player base because pogo is just a data factory for them at this point um and rev- data and revenue factory. And unfortunately, I think that's just what it becomes because they want to focus on building the AR platform. Um, so that that's my take on it. That's why I think there is a chance to see ads in the game. Um, I think a lot of this is for Lightship, but I can also see ads coming to the game. Um, and like like we said, like either way, they've spent development time on this where they could have been doing anything else. Like, you know, when was the last time they added a feature that was actually Pokemon related, right? <laughs> like... Postcards, yeah. like legitimately, right? Like it's like postcards. I I like the feature. Nothing to do with Pokemon. Nothing to do with uh, anything other than AR or exploration things like that. Uh, Pirate Pokestops. Nothing to do with Pokemon, right? Like, yep. Was it Megas? Was that the last feature that they've added that actually has anything to do with Pokemon? For, form change. For, form change. Okay. Form, form changing. changing. Yep. Okay. And they've used it for all of one Pokemon for one event. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know. Anyway, that's that's my. I guess we have spent a lot of time on the ads, but that's my take on it. Um. Also, the uh, last couple of things here. The uh, they've added a lot of texts about uh, being able to delete your account. Uh, ironically, losing talking about losing players, giving you the ability to delete <laughs> your account. Uh. My my theory is that because GDPR obviously like requires this in you know European countries and things like that. Um. As far as I know, they're technically in violation of GDPR now because there isn't a way to just easily delete your. Uh, account from uh, from the app itself. I think you have to, like, email them to get them to actually delete your content. So uh, the, they probably got fined. The, you know, EU loves going out and fining companies for everything they can. So yep. they probably got fined and they have to add account deletion uh, into the game. And, you know, it's pretty straightforward. You hit delete, it sends you an email. Do you want to delete your account? You say yes, and they nuke their servers of your data. Um, nothing really exciting there. Uh and then the last thing was uh something that I'm salty about. Uh they added a home screen widget to iOS. Um, but not Android. You know, the platform that has had widgets for like since the beginning of time, since like version <laughs> one or two or whatever it was of Android. No, that platform didn't get widgets. But the platform that ridiculed widgets for years and said widgets are dumb and then copied widgets and then everyone lost their shit. That's the platform that got widgets. <laughs> I was like, this is so dumb. It's a cool widget. And I want it on my home screen on my pixel six, obviously for people that don't know, I, I'm pro Android, uh, but, uh, it's just, just bring it to both. Like, why did you only bring it to iOS? But it is cool because it shows you, know. you your eggs hatching. When you tap on it, it takes you straight to the egg screen. Um, it's cool. I want it. I'm salty that I don't have it. Uh, Bring it to Android.
1: (laughs) Which, to be fair, they probably will. It's just not yet.
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't understand why not, though. Like, it's like, maybe, I mean, I've never written a widget. I'm I'm not an app developer, but I'm not, I haven't written a widget to either Android or iOS. Maybe the API to write an iOS widget is much easier. Maybe they had a guy that already knew how to do that, you know, and they're like, oh, we'll figure out Android later. But, like, I just don't, they did this with uh, AR Plus as well. I don't like them bringing out features yep. on one platform that they don't bring to the other platform. Like Air Plus was on iOS for a year, giving people bonus XP uh, back when like XP was like really more stringent to come by, uh, and they didn't give it to Android, even though Android had AR Core or um, AR Core is the and- Apple one, uh, Kit is the is the Apple one, Air Core is the Google one, uh, and the Air Core was there at the same time and they're like no just yeah. ios <laughs> and if uh, eh. yeah so i didn't say same thing you know they came out with an apple watch app which is now dead because no one used it but you know they didn't come up with a wear os uh app you know like they, they keep bringing out features that are exclusive to ios and i don't understand why so uh, i want my home widget hanky make it happen
1: so um yeah so that's it for this episode of um tales from the mine thank you for listening Um, If you want to support us, you can check out our Ko-Fi page and follow us on Twitter, which is at Pokey underscore Miners, or join us in the Discord for the latest updates, where we, uh, in relatively real-time, post updates on the Game Master and assets, and when there's a new version, we do the APK teardowns, um, and we just generally have some fun. So, uh, thanks again for listening, and thank you, Marty, for having me on today.
0: Of course, thanks for for joining. You are definitely better than Lou. Lou, don't listen to this part. (laughs) Thanks, everyone.